What is up, everybody? Welcome to another week of You're Still Out, Dirty Birdies. I'm Scotty G. Across from me is the man Tucci, Chad Ford. Chad, how are you today? I'm doing awesome. It's heating up. Dude, it is. It's supposed to be like 95 here today yeah. or something. Yeah. You think it's kind of freezing in this room, though. You think those PGA guys are checking the Tulsa Ooh. weather? Man. A week early, checking to see what it kind of looks like well, as it's getting windy and hot. Well, we were talking last week, like, it's probably good that the PGA changed up its schedule, right? Because it used to be one of the, the last majors, yeah. you know, and it, I think in 2007 or 2013, last time it was here, uh, forgive me for not knowing that, it was pretty much hot as balls, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. And everybody complained, but now we're in NATO season. <laughs> so. And yet it's still looking like it's going to be hot, hot as, as balls. balls. So. Hot uh, as golf balls. As we say that, we are one week away from Southern Hills, the PGA Championship, and beautiful Tulsa, again, at Southern Hills. Uh, so we'll have that next week. But this week we do have the Bi Byron, AT&T Byron Nelson, uh, and we'll get to that in a little bit. We do have to hit on a little couple things. We got the Major Mondays at Chalk. Major Mondays so coming up. This coming Monday. Um, we will have the Major Monday at Chalk Sports Family Bar and Grill. Um, JT, Keith, myself, Chad will be there hosting a little happy hour. Uh, 4 to 5.30, little pod, couple brewskis. What little what have yous. Come pick a golfer. It's going to be awesome. Um, but little something for you as well to get ready for the Southern Hills. The YSO Dirty Birdies family will have boots on the ground pretty much every day. So come check that out at Southern Hills as we will be doing a recap pod pretty much every day yeah. on the You're Still Out podcast, the father pod. Dude, you like guys to are going to be going crazy. Like, so. I'm, uh, like, I feel fortunate enough to be the ugly stepson of, like, the YSO pod, right? right. You know, like... <laughs> But you guys being up there pretty much all seven days, right? It's, Monday it's, through Sunday. It's going to be long. I, yeah, you're going to have a presence. I'll be up there a couple days, but for some dirty yeah. birdie stuff and if some YSO. But if we don't kill each other, I think that'll be. The I, most it's a win, right? Yeah. yeah, it's, uh, you know, this is the, we're, we're seeing if you guys can work together. Yes, that's facts. <laughs> that's facts. But let's get to last week. Uh, before we get into this week, we got to get to last week. Um, Let's talk about the Wells Fargo, and we got to give it to our man, a guy that I really normally had my on my roster all the time. Haven't really picked him a whole lot this year. Max Homa is your winner. Chad, what do you got? <laughs> I I love Max Homa. I follow him on Twitter. He's one of those guys that you you do you it's you don't you follow the Tiger Woods Foundation. Yeah. And you hear about some good stuff, but Max provides just like a player's mm -hmm. commentary, and yeah. I love his outlook on life. You know, it's 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 so much like perspective is the main thing um, going around these days, and he's keeping it there. And I think it's so great him and guys like Matty Wolf. Um, even though Matty Wolf didn't finish where he wanted yeah. to, I felt like he took a step in the right direction um, of getting back out there because I I think in today's day and age the the mental health thing is so huge, and these guys are at least big enough to put a spotlight on it. Yeah. So anything uh, with Max Homa on that regard, and I thought it was kind of cool. You know, he's sponsored by Wells Fargo, uh, and that week he put out him and Wells Fargo had a uh, a Twitter video, I guess they put out of on how they stay uh, fresh 
I like that. With mental healthness and what yeah. uh, health, wellness and whatnot during the tournament. So it was, it was good to see him win during his uh, time to shine. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely got to be a fan favorite. I don't know if anyone sits there and goes, you know what, I just I don't like the guy because uh, it's pretty interesting. That guy is awesome on Twitter. He's awesome on a golf course. Uh, he did a very very good job uh, with some interviewing, like you said. Um, He's a guy you want at your backyard patio, uh, exactly backyard right. barbecue. That's like exactly you, you've right. got the kids over, everybody's swimming, and yep. he's just chilling, having a beer, yeah. talking to everybody. What a guy. Uh, like him. Could be a hot pick for the PGA Championship. I think he will be. I mean, he played well. Yep. Um, you know, he's played well at the big thing. And like I said, like you said, he's he's yep. now won four times. Yeah. Um, and it's, he just keeps making small little um, improvements. Yes, and yes. And uh, Small yeah. little jumps, I said. He's he's definitely one to keep a close eye on uh, at, for a major. I really believe that as well. As we love Max Homa. Your dirty birdie winners for yeah. the Wells Fargo. Uh, Jack Daddy 12. Jack comes in Daddy. First, $101.25. Uh, R.L. Mandresha comes in second. Isn't it Robbie? He's been on the pod before. He's nice played job, Robbie. Money. Third is Rocco one zero zero nine. Was Robbie uh, the one over in Ireland right Robbie now? Robbie is in Ireland. That right is now. awesome, so Robbie. That's him. So. Very nice video. I saw that. Looks beautiful over there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm a little jealous. Uh, Go Bills, Texas. Fifty dollars sixty two cents comes in fourth, yep. and then our man, Mark Marion. Nice WF work, Mark. comes in fifth. Takes thirty three dollars seventy six cents, and beats a certain somebody. Ha. By about two and a half points. Yeah. Bridesmaid, you know. That was me. Sixth place. Sixth place. Chad. Worst One place to be, but worst place to finish. Honestly, like it, you know, we, it was it was kind of a dogfight with Mark there on the last day. Yeah. It was it was Homa versus Keegs. And we had a couple other players too. We both had really good rosters. Uh but came down to Homa versus uh Keegs and Homa got it. Homa got it. <laughs> you know, but uh, I'll get to a little bit later. I want to brag on some of the picks we made last week. I get Because it. we had a really good list um, of, you know, out of the, the most we can have golfers that we're picking on this thing yeah. that we're high of on the week is 12. Absolutely. We usually have about 10 or 11 because, like Scott says, we never look at each other's picks never. prior to the week, and we always do it kind of on the spot, have a little fun with it, have a surprises in there. Yeah, 100%. Um, and sometimes we do have some of the same picks, but, uh, you know, not all the time. And we had some same picks this time. Keeks. Yeah, let's talk we about had it. Let's Keeks. talk about it. Yeah, if you want to – I got the stats here. Let's so we're talking. We're talking we had 11 guys picked last week. We did. We picked the second-place guy, Keeks. We had Cam Young, who also finished in the tie for second. We had Lanto Griffin, who finished in a tie for sixth. We had Jason Day by Scotty yeah. G over here, got yeah. 15th. And if, if that third round hadn't happened, yeah. it would have been higher. Right. Uh, we had Corey Connors there at yeah. 21st. We had Russell Henley at 41st. That, that's over half our guys finish right at the 40 mark. It's why we do this. It is why we do this. And, I, I you know, I, I take a little objectivity and offense to the fact of, oh, yeah, you guys are just hopping on there, you know, being fun or whatnot. No, we actually do some research. We do and research. we have some great guys for you to pick. They don't always hit, but that's what we love about our pod Pick some of ours, pick some of yours, That's right. see if we can make them good. But 
hey, if you listen to this pod, we're going to give you guys that are going to be up there in the top fives, the top twos, the top ones. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well done. I got to give you some love on that. Well done. On Man, that. we, you know, we. I normally, when I, I finish 28th, normally when I see like a 28th, you know, I kind of try to get, just go to the next week. Yeah. But there were some very, very good picks. Absolutely. Uh, more on, so for you, I think you did a very good job with your lineup. Uh, obviously getting sixth, just missing just missing the money hey. for what have been the fourth time this year. It would have been the fourth the cash year this year. Four caches, yeah. So uh, JT finishes 11th and Keith finishes 18th. Like I said, I finished 28th, uh, rounding out the caboose of the YSO Dirty Birdies uh, family. As for the YSO Dirty Birdies chalk season standings, uh, Chad now with a commanding lead getting two points. Finishing in the top 10, now at 26. Jonathan Teal at 21, getting a point for being inside the top 20. I'm in 20th place. I got no points this week. You got 20 points. You're in I third place. Over, yeah, <laughs> third, third place, place. Tw- with 20 points. And Keith has 11 points in fourth place um, and got a point for being in the top 20 as well this week. So I was the only one not getting any points. This week, so we'll just go ahead and we're probably like halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of golf left. A lot of golf left. A lot of golf left. More than halfway through. Excuse uh, me. Time to get to a fun, fun segment of get your bread. Chad, get your bread. Anybody stick out to you? I got my guy. You got your guy. I, I see that. I've I've got the guy just below it. The, okay. the low round on Sunday. Stewie Sam. Yeah. You know he he's entered that realm to where he is a full grinder. Yeah. He's, I doubt he challenges for many tournaments anymore. He's just trying to get up yeah. there and. You know, uh, I didn't. I didn't take him because he's. You know, he's made his money. Right? He he really has, and so. that's where I sit there and go, he's not competing every week for a championship. Yeah. He's a grinder right. now yeah. at that later stage in his life. So I like seeing him. You know, he was absolutely. He was on pace to shoot about a seventy-one. He was averaging about a seventy-one, which is one under par. Um, you know, seventy-two. Uh, he was on pace to finish about four over, make about forty-one k. Um, ended up shooting a sixty-five on Sunday. Uh, shot down seven. Seven eight strokes were six seven strokes to two under, and finished at uh, made made about two hundred twenty thousand. There you go. So yeah, I picked Steven Yeager. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he shot a seventy one Friday and a seventy three Saturday, and then comes out and shoots a sixty six on Sunday to jump him up to make about three hundred. That's awesome. Is what really what it yeah, was. Yeah, so, we'd love those guys. Um, you you answered my question. I was going to ask you if you could name the low round on Sunday, and that was Stuart Sink at sixty five. I think so, yeah, we talked about that. And um, then there were, there were a couple at sixty six. Yep, yeah, yep. So like uh, Jaeger was one of the Jaeger, maybe and, Thompson or something. I can't um, remember. So there's your get job bread. Let's get on to the AT and T Byron Nelson straight down I thirty five into the beautiful <laughs> Texas. I would say Dallas, but I'm not really sure if, da- if the Byron's if. TPC Craig Ranch is actually in Dallas or what little town it's around. I think it's McKinney. McKinney. Is what they call um, it, the suburb. So uh, get to know the course a little bit. TPC Craig Ranch, par 72, measuring at 7,468 yards. So a little bit longer than TPC Potomac, which is where it was last weekend, where it was rainy and cold up there in Maryland. So now down in Texas at another TPC. Um, but there is a creek that crosses throughout the course about 14 times, so water is in play on almost every hole. Choose wisely because this should be a birdie fest, Chad. It's going to be hot. It's going to be breezy conditions. But last year, 
25 under was the winning score. And it was soggy and rainy, like, the and whole time. And five other scores of at least 21 under and 25 scores at at least 15 under or better. Yep. So a fireworks crazy amount of birdies. Uh, this course should is a fun course. It's a really cool course. Um, I think with how close it is going to be to next week's major, you're going to see a lot more names than normal. Um, I'd definitely say it's a better field than last week as 17 of the top 13 players will be in attendance, which would be like Scotty Scheffler, JT, Spieth, DJ, Sam Burns, Xander, and Hideki. Oh, and the defending champ, K.H. Lee, is in back in the field. the field. As for that, Chad, are you ready to get to your lineup? I am ready for Man. it. Man, and again, guys, I haven't even seen his lineup, and I know for a fact he has not seen mine. Will there be a duplicate name, Chad? Yes. <laughs> After my first three guys, I think, yeah. I picked okay. my last three guys first. Okay. Let me make that. All right. Um, I went deep diving on some research like uh, and picked my, my last three guys first. But my first guy. Yes, let's go. Love him. I'm going with the Young Guns up here. My first three guys are the Young Guns, and this has the opportunity to all be – same guys, <laughs> I think, because these are three guys you really like. Okay. First guy, Sam Burns, 9,500. Second last year, should have won it, did not go low enough on his final round, but KH Lee came up and won it. Yep. He's playing fantastic. What, he just won the Valspar yeah. a few weeks ago, took some weeks off. I think he gears up, and I think uh, the these next three guys, yeah. these three guys I pick, outside of, call it, Hovland, Morikawa, and, oh, what's the other? Um, uh, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. I think these guys are okay. They're up there. I like that. Uh, I do not have Sam Burns. Okay. So, I am taking Justin Thomas. Okay. 10,600. Hasn't okay. missed a cut in 12 you love, tries. You love JT. Don't think there will be an issue with that here this week. So, I'm going to pay for a guy that I know who will not miss the cut. So, okay. I'm going to pay the 10,600. Uh, I mean, top five top finish or five top ten finishes – and fifth in total strokes gained on tour. Give me JT. Especially, it's a great Especially pick. a week yeah. before a major. Well, a week before a major, and uh, that's the thing. is we, we all get lost in JT, but it's – No, I don't. I love <laughs> him. He's a good man. So, let's get to number two. I got Willie Z. 9,400, six at the Masters, top 20 last year. Um, this guy has been putting very much differently than he was – um, earlier in the season, and I, I mean that from outside of three and four feet, he still shakes on those three and four foot, foot putters, um, putts, whatever. Um, but anything outside of that, he's he's been really good, uh, you know, on strokes gained on putting outside right. of five feet. Absolutely. Another name that I stared at but did not take. Okay. Really Z, so. I, I kind of figured you would. Yeah. Like when I did my deep dive on the oh, yeah. the bottom three that I wanted and then I started looking at the top of the lineup, I said – these three guys might be yeah. already on Scott's roster. I went Dustin Johnson. Uh, I almost went there. I took <laughs> off Dustin Johnson to go with Sam Burns and then these guys. I like that. I went DJ, uh, taking him this week just on pure talent alone. Um, like I said before, this is a place where someone can go really, really low. Yeah. And between him and JT, I think they are probably two of the best that probably can do it. Yeah. I said what I said. I didn't have Scheffler on there, and I think these two are the two that can go extremely, extremely low. 
I, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, I DJ, he was on my roster, fantastic pick. Uh, it's who I wanted to, but at the end of the day, I, I saw a chance to get these three yeah. names. Um, he's playing fantastic golf. It's not amounting to a whole lot yet, but yet that you're absolutely right. Yet, like he's he's not finishing top tens, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, hundred percent. But he's playing great golf. He is. My last guy, I got the Oklahoma boy, Taylor Gooch, 8,600, 14th at the Masters, top 40 here last year. Yeah. He's coming, people. He is. Gucci's coming. I like it. I took Cameron Champ. Okay. 8,000, obviously, with the 10,200, 10,000. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's hard jump, for you. Jumping the 9,000s and probably mid-8,000s mm-hmm. uh, just to round out a roster, so – Cameron Champ, uh, really good last couple tournaments for him with two top ten finishes at both the Masters and the Mexico Open. So, uh, And believe it or not, Chad, Champ has now climbed his way to ninth in strokes gained off the tee. So another course. I mean, he can Things like it. that will come into play. I think he does really well for That me. boy can hammer. He can hit a golf ball. Goodness gracious. He can hit a golf ball. Uh, okay. These are three guys I did more of a deep dive on. I like that it. People are probably not – these are not household names, but they're all – I have my reasons. Let's hear them. My fourth guy, I got C.T. Pan, 7,300. <laughs> Last five tourneys, all top 50, 12 of 16 cuts, two top tens. Give me give me the name. You're. It's the same one, isn't it? Nope. Oh. I, he was. <laughs> he, he was he, on it. He was about seven minutes ago. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I took him off to get a couple other guys that I wanted, mainly because, again, DJ and JT just absolutely killing my salary. Yeah. I went Davis Riley. Yeah, I like that 7, one a lot. 7,700. We kind of made fun of him a little bit. Uh, no, he's playing well. Yeah, but uh, I th- oh, maybe it wasn't you and, he, me, you and I. But, yeah. Uh, he's I Corn Fairy Tour I, that jumped up yeah. and almost won, right? And he was with. Uh, was he with Willie Z in the when they were in the match, the Zurich Could have together, been. and Willie Z just carried him, but and then came back and played really well. But ranked 15th on the tour in birdie average this season. Riley has 233 total birdies, and uh, he plays very, very aggressive. And I think at TPC Craig Ranch, that's going to set up nicely for his aggressive play. Again, because it's going to be a place where you got to have you got to birdies, and so give me Davis Riley seven thousand seven hundred dollars. My next guy, um, he's kind of one. Oh, I would I would say you know in terms of comparisons or analogies, uh, this guy's played really well. He I don't think he's as good as Matt Wolf, but he's kind of that same. Oh, third or fourth black sheep of the program type stuff. Like, yeah, he doesn't play always well, but he's taking a break, blah, blah, blah. He's OSU. This guy's Texas. This is Dylan Fratelli. Um, yeah. He lives in Austin, plays at school in Austin. He's played twice in Texas this year, one at the Texas Open in San Antonio, the other one in Houston. Both of those were top 20. He rarely pops up in the top 20. Um, but he, he got a tie for eighth at the Texas Open and a tie for 19th in Houston. I think this is one where he pops up and jumps into the top 25. Um, you know, I, I outside of kind of my thought and just his, you know, headspace of being home in Texas, 
Uh, I don't have a great, great logic for picking him. I just think it's it's a weird coincidence that the guy is only played twice in Texas, finished top 25 after going to Texas and everything. I like it. I like it. I'm going – I actually thought about Dylan as well, but I'm going with a guy – Shot in the dark here, kind of. Okay. Uh, Wyndham Clark. Okay. 6,900. Uh, he's been off to a slow he's start He's got a tournament after his name, the Wyndham. But uh, has fired uh, some good scores of late and currently sits at 21st in first-round scoring. How deep are you having to go with your – 6,900. 6,900. So you're basically at the bottom I of the barrel. I think I have like $100 left. But okay. I just like but you're, well, I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to understand what yeah. bracket you're kind of in because seeing where my, my guys are with yours yeah. – but Wyndham Clark's twelve of seventeen cuts made. Um, don't don't sleep on him. Don't huh? sleep on Wyndham Clark. This guy was a guy I was big on last year. Um, I think I picked him at least once a month down the stretch, and I kept following him. And I think this is a tournament you played at last year. He, he finished tied for third last year here. Um, he had a big round uh, in the in on round four. He he played nine under. Uh, <laughs> On, in, in round four on Sunday and jumped up into third place. Um, he hasn't done a ton uh, this year, uh, hence he's $7,100. But Patton Kazir yep. out of Auburn, I, I keep telling, if if that guy can put four rounds together, watch out. Um, but, you know, again, when you're, when you're picking in the 7,000s and the high 6,000s, they're not home run picks, right? That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. So they're tough, and you got to go with a little bit of gut. No doubt about it. Um, I, my last guy, um, thinking JT took him last week as his dark horse, and I kind of followed him, and he played pretty well last week at the uh, Wells Fargo, and that is Austin Smotherman, 6,600. Um, you know, I think he, he went out and goes and shoots a 68 on Thursday at the Wells Fargo, and then kind of went cold Friday and Saturday, but then shot a 69 Sunday. So I'm really looking for him to take that into this week. So give me my last guy, Austin Smotherman, $6,600. So there's I love it. Chad he's, Six, he's awesome. which are a little bit hotter than mine for sure. Uh, I don't think so. Um, and my six, take a couple of mine, take a couple of his, make your own lineup, come play with us. Didn't we, didn't we say last week the winner was in our group and he finished second? Keats? He did, yeah, Gosh. he did. One of us. I I mean I I keep wanting to press that hard that yeah. we hey we had the winner but it's like hey we get two seconds a sixth the fourteenth like you can only do so much. They're but in there. They're I, in there. Ah, uh, I don't know if the winners in here. I I really like Willie Z this week. I really really like okay. Willie Z. All right, Chad. So before we get to the picks, we gotta have a couple callers in. We got Jack McBride who won the overall Jack Daddy uh, last week, calling in to give us who he kind of likes and maybe dislikes this week. Jack, take it away. Hey, this is Jack McBride. I'm the latest winner of the Dirty Birdies podcast, DraftKings League. Shout out to Scotty G. Love you, bro. It's been a great time so far, and we've uh, we've had a good time. So let's uh, keep it rolling. Hopefully, you guys out there listening will sign up and join our league. We have 75 people right now in it. It's only 5 bucks a week. Get in there. Let's get these pots even bigger. Let's have more fun. Uh, we'll make sure more payouts go out to more people. So make sure and check it out. Thanks, Scotty G. Uh, I got some cool picks for you guys this week. 
obviously, I did good last week. I won, so I know a little bit about what I'm talking about here. First, I want to talk with the top no's. And what I mean by that is the people that are the most expensive this week. It's very tricky when you're putting together DraftKings lineup if you start picking the top player in the field. Because if he doesn't do extremely well, it pretty much nukes your whole lineup. So while I love Scotty Scheffler, he's having a phenomenal season. He's still not Tiger Woods. He's not going to win a third of his clips. Uh, if you take him, you better hope he finishes at least in the top five for you to have a chance whatsoever. So I'm not, I'm not touching Scotty Scheffler. Same thing with Justin Thomas. He's not even having nearly the season that Scotty Scheffler is, and he is also super expensive. So next we move on to DJ here, and DJ, he's been a wildfire. We don't know which way he's going to burn. He's either running really hot or really not. So I can't say don't take DJ out of those top three. I like him the most, but if you go to the top four, I would probably say I like Jordan Spieth the most. He's a Texan. He plays great down there. He's obviously coming off of a fresh win at the RBC Heritage. He actually led the field tee to green, which has never been heard of from, from uh, Jordan Spieth. Usually it's his putting. And he also at the same time set the record for the worst putting to win a tournament. So if this guy can roll some putts like we've seen him, he might be able to start running away with tournaments. So out of the top uh, most expensive players, I would probably go Spieth. Uh, if you start rolling down the list, Jason Day, very intriguing pick. Obviously, health is always a concern. I've picked him numerous times in which he withdrew because he was having back problems. But he's been working very, very hard on his golf swing to change it in which he can not have his back lock up on him. Uh, we saw uh, at the Wells Fargo, he came out the door, shot a 7-under. He shot 3-under the next day. He was 10-under and blowing the field away. And then the wicked storms hit on Saturday and kind of put him out of the running because he shot like a 79. But I was really impressing his ball striking. He was hitting fairways, hitting greens, knocking down putts like he always does. Guy's got a short game that uh, is very, very elite. So if he is healthy, then I love him. He's only... Uh, 7,900 right now. So he's a solid pick. Um, Alex Norin, great pick also. We're starting to see him return to his form from the mid to mid, like 2012, 2015 time in which he was constantly knocking out top tens and everything else. Uh, he's at a great price point. Probably my favorite player for a value pick this week is Maverick McNeely. 12 straight cuts made. Uh, he's been all just barely outside the top 10 on most of those. And then he's still got two top 10s. Uh, you pick this guy, put him in your lineup for the value at 7,800. He's going to make you a, he's going to make a cut and I could see him definitely taking a top 10 this week. So great pick there. Um, my favorite overall value pick without a doubt is Sepp Straka. The guy has been playing phenomenal, and he's still only 7,600. He's been knocking out top 10s. He won at the Honda, which is considered one of the hardest golf courses the PGA Tour sees every year. Sepp Straka needs to be the first guy you fill out in your lineup and then start building around him. That's what I'm doing this week. Um, some, a couple other value picks. CT Pan, I like him okay this week, um, but I also really like... Tagala, 
the gala has been knocking out great pick or great uh production for really since the waste management when he kind of bust onto the scene took a third place there so look at the gala he's a great great value pick as well uh, my two biggest hates this week are going to be brooks kepka who's way overpriced i mean he's wicked expensive he's missed half his cuts and he has two top tens out of all those and one of them's the hero world challenge when he took ninth out of 18 people so i don't even know if that counts as a top 10 and the under is probably one of my fav- very favorite golfers is Xander Schauffele. I hate him this week. He has been playing terrible. He missed the cut at the Masters. He missed the cut at the Players. His only win since 2018 is when he partnered with Patrick Cantlay. And if you watch that tournament like I did, Patrick Cantlay was literally on fire. And Xander got to ride his coattails for most of that tournament. So... I'm going to steer clear completely of Kepka, Xander, Scotty, and Thomas. Uh, if you're going to go high, pick Spieth, maybe DJ, depending on how you feel about it. And then, obviously, you need to put Sepp, Straka, and your lineup. He is going to finish top 25 minimum. And even if that's the worst he does, at the price point of 7600 you can't miss. Good luck this guy. Good luck this week, guys, and hopefully... Some of you guys that aren't in this league will sign up because it is really, really, really fun. We have a great time doing it. And big shout out to Dirty Birdies Podcast. Okay, that's where Jack likes and doesn't like. Man, he doesn't like a couple guys on my roster, so I don't feel too good about that. But we'll see how it goes. And now we have calling in from Ireland... Robbie Mandracia. Robbie, who do you like this week? You finished in the money. Give us who you like this week. Take it away. Hey, Scotty G. This is Roberto phoning in live from Killarney, Ireland. My father and I are here to play a golf trip this week. Day one today was La Hinch. We got Waterville, Dukes, Traley, Bally Bunyan, Old Head, and uh, one more. That's it. That's it? Okay. Something like that. Um, anyway, beautiful over here. Very green. Very windy and rainy today, but uh, we made the best of it. Had a few pints of Guinness to wash it all down. So tomorrow, oh, not tomorrow, Thursday begins, I'm messed up on times here, begins the Craig Ranch down there, the Byron Nelson. Small sample size, so I can't tell you how, how much I like for the course necessarily, but I do love Jason Kokrak in Texas. Uh, usually plays pretty good in Texas, despite not playing very well right now. Um, but that could all change with one week. We know that. Love Aaron Rye. Small sample size for him, too, but he's been playing good in the right direction. James Hahn, one of Mickey's picks last week. Love him this week. Alex Norin, um, been playing really well as well. Kind of fade the big guys. The big guys are just tuning up for the PGA, uh, except for Brooks Kepka. I keep an eye on Brooks Kepka this week. I uh, wish you were here, buddy. Uh, we'll have to do an Ireland trip sometime. It's great over here. Beautiful. Enjoy your week, and uh, let's see what happens. Shoot them straight. Boom. I can hear the Irish fight songs in the background, Robbie. Sounds awesome. Hope you're having a great time. Thanks for fitting us in your schedule. Love it, guys. With that, let's get to some picks. Who is your first-round leader? Uh, again, 
He went nine under in round four of last year. I'm taking Patton Kazeer. Um, just to come out and just hammer that golf ball. He's a long hitter. I think he'll be able to make this a little bit shorter, and he knows the course. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to take Wyndham Clark. Okay, yeah, you know, both of our six six guys. Currently sits 21st in first-round scoring. You're going to get great odds. <laughs> um, so my first-round leader, Wyndham Clark. Chad, who are you fading this week? you fading anybody big? I mean, are you uh, fading anybody? I don't think I'm fading anybody big. I'm, I'm fading – what are the classical big names? Because I still argue that the classical big names, like your top six, top seven in the world, uh, I think they are trying things. I, I don't necessarily know if they're trying to win this golf tournament. I try. I think they're trying to find similarities in this golf tournament that they're going to have in Southern Hills, and they're practicing a bit uh, on, on that regard. So I think that takes them off the list. Um, but I could, I totally could be wrong, but I'm fading basically anyone in the top 10. There you go. I lo- I, I've got two of them on my roster, so I'm hoping you're wrong. <laughs> I know you do. Um, I'll fade, which I think is a safe pick, just because he's kind of still fighting injuries, and I just don't know if he's really healthy, and that's Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah, um, that's just, a good one. I don't think I could put him on a roster. I said that about the Masters, and the, the, yeah, the I agree. asshole comes out, and it's <laughs> just like – Tie, you know, whatever it was, tie for 14th or something. Yeah. Last week we faded answer, and that was – It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I think he made the cut, but he didn't challenge or anything. Overall winner? <sighs> Again, 30 seconds ago, I said Willie Z. You did. 30 seconds from now, it could be different. Could be. But I'm taking Willie Z. Willie Z is Chad's champion. What about you? I'm going to take Justin Thomas. I think he does it. I think he does it. It's pretty chalky, I know, but uh, I think I think he's going to come out and fire real, real low. So, Chad, off the cuff, guy you like for PGA Championship, just firing it, three, two, one. Sam Burns. Sam Burns. I, it just, just To me, it kind of makes sense. I like it. I'm getting more and more, and he, if you go back to the YSO pod of when we picked our, master, or yeah. our majors champions, he was not on my list. Yeah. But I'm starting to lean more and more towards Victor Hovland. I, w- I was about to sit there and say, like, this is one of those things. Have we abandoned our bandwagon yeah. too hard? Yeah. Because we were both big on Morikawa Hovland for yeah. this year coming in. And now it's – we're only at the second major. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I think Oklahomans are just going to just – if he's in the lead to come around Sunday, I mean, he's going to have so many – He'll have a ton of supporters, oh, but never never has won on U.S. soil, never right? Never has won on U.S. soil, but well, great time to do it. Great time is, to do it. Is East Oklahoma U.S. soil anymore? <laughs> it's a reservation, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I think so. I, think I, it, I, I don't know. Think that's, I think, I think that's, that's, that's the loophole we're looking uh, for. But, yeah, I'm leaning a little bit towards Mr. Hovland. I like Hovland. Uh, where to find us on Twitter? You can find me at ScottyG21. You are – Two glove, three bird. Two glove, three bird, and I wear two gloves. Three birds, another reference you'll hear in a little bit, I guess. DFS to find the link, join up with us, see what everything we got going on. That's where you can find us on Twitter. We will see you next week for a major in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, maybe or maybe not on U.S. soil. Maybe or maybe not on U.S. soil. With that, everybody, go try to play some golf. It's going to be great weather. And make sure you always shoot them straight. Or don't.